1: it's playoff time. Big stakes and even bigger promotions. It's time to hammer the over and score some cash. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to lower the over-under on a featured playoff game. All players who bet the featured basketball game will have a hand in lowering the over-under on the game. That's right. For every 1,500 players who bet the over in a select game, the over-under will drop by one point. Every better who hammers the over in a featured game helps lower the game's over/under. The best part is even if even as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. That's right, you can double your money by hammering the over. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to hammer the over. For every 1,500 people that bet the over on the featured game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of of overhitting. So tell your friends and family, this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. Max $25 wager. One per customer. Offer ends May 23rd, 2021. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Hockey fights, lifestyle, and tales from a first-round draft bust? We have it all and more on the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for boutique hockey content and podcasts covering every team in the NHL. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast. A podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday, May 18th, a very special day for me. Ha ha! But I'll let you figure all that out. Welcome everyone to this last regular season episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. (sighs) It's hard to believe where we started just about four months ago, ladies and gentlemen. We were excited for this... This little mini mutant hybrid of a season where we would only play three teams. And it would all end on May 16th. I think a odds of a playoff was slim considering the state of the world. And even though things are getting better here in the U.S., better days are ahead. Sadly, there will be no chase for a silver chalice this year. And this past Sunday, it ended... And I'm sorry, everyone, that I have a, I have a somber mood right now because I don't like this. I don't like when the season ends. I don't like it when this is over. And I'll admit, over the past couple of weeks, I haven't like really been all ginned up as I usually am to enjoy these games. Maybe it's just I'm finally getting my life back and, you know, and there's some other things going on in my life, or maybe it's the realization that that it's just, the season's just going to end there's no prize at the end of the rainbow there's just nothing it ends as Theory of a Dead Man once sang it's the end of the summer it's the end of it all those days are gone it's over now we're moving on it's the end of the summer but hold on to this moment until we meet again and we will Rest assured, everyone, we will be back at Giant Center. We will. We will see each other once again. So that's just kind of like where where I've been. I mean, again, I've had a lot of other things going on and also enjoying some lovely, delicious NHL Stanley Cup playoff action. Oh, baby, has it been so good so far. And if I can... I can talk a little bit about the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs here in this opening monologue. Of course I can. It's my own stupid podcast. And these playoffs have been so, so good, so meaty, so juicy, so delicious. Like a delicious rack of ribs that just keeps coming. Mmm, ribs. (laughs) And the first game was Caps Bruins in D.C., A healthy 25% of fans there at Capital One Arena. But to have real people in the arena makes so much of a difference, ladies and gentlemen. To have the people there, the horn, the smoke, the lights, the fire. There was fire in Pittsburgh. The good kind, not the bad kind. (laughs) And there was so much going on. And to see people there was absolutely fantastic. The first three games all went to overtime. A fourth one threatened overtime, and let's talk about that one. Tampa and Florida. Oh my God, Tampa and Florida. Who knew? Who knew that this would be the most fun game? Game one. They're in Sunrise, Florida, where they throw rats on the ice. Just smile and nod, people. It's it's the Florida Panthers. Just smile and nod. Let them do do what they do, and the place is is rabid and ready to go. A Southern Sea of Red, and the Tampa Bay Lightning come out fast and strike quick. No pun intended. But Florida just matched them with their own speed and skill. I mean, I've seen fast hockey, but my God, these guys were flying up and down the ice. I had trouble watching. My ADHD brain had trouble following these guys. And you had heroes on both sides. Sam Bennett, Alex Kalorn, Brendan Point. Sergey Bobrovsky looking like a schmuck. Andre Vasilevsky and his beautiful frizzy hair coming out of his helmet just showing why he is one of the best damn goaltenders in the entire league and just, oh, these teams throwing haymakers and it's only game one. And imagine what it's going to be like when we head to Emily Arena in a couple days between these two teams. I mean, yeah, sure, Brendan Point ripped out the hearts of the uh, Panthers faithful, scoring with 73 seconds left. But that's also the fun of it. It wasn't just he he went, woo! And skated around an empty arena. I mean, there was, woo! And you heard the grumblings and the people and the, and the very few, yeah! Lightning! In their cheap knockoff Stephen Stamkos jerseys as well. So... Just a lot of great, good playoff action to start off with. I love this time of year. I really do. And I know this is a show that covers the American Hockey League. And we do. It's just we don't have our own postseason this this year. And I'm just really excited for the NHL. And after this week's show, that's where we're going to pivot. We're going to turn more toward game overs. And we're going to cover more of the NHL playoffs moving forward. We'll mop up some Bear stuff next week. But speaking of the Bears, that's what you're here for. You ready? Good. On we go. The boys started out on Saturday, May 15th, as they took on the Binghamton Devils for the last time. As Zach put it, the last time a Binghamton hockey team will be in Hershey for the time being. It's a sad, sad tale that the New Jersey Devils, depending on who you heard it from, either went behind Binghamton's back and struck a deal with Utica, Or forced the city of Binghamton to pay the rent to the Devils, even though they didn't really do much up there in Binghamton. Who knows? But there will be hockey at Binghamton next season. Yes, there will, boys and girls. Because the FPHL, the Federal Premier Hockey League, yeah, that one, uh, will be setting up shop there in Binghamton. No, the ECHL is not moving in. Uh, they will be known as the Binghamton Black Bears. I'm just gonna let that swish around in your mouth. You know, just just take a drink of that, let that run around your mouth, and and see how that tastes. Me, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a bit of a tough sell. A lot of people in Binghamton don't like it, and also tickets starting at just $10 a seat. Oh. <laughs> God, um, it's, it's a shame. I think they will get an ECHL team eventually, probably in a year or two. They probably just couldn't get everything together in time for this season. So if this is a stopgap to get an ECHL team there in Binghamton, go for it. Unfortunately, Binghamton is joining a long line of cities. that used to have an American Hockey League team, but now is the ECHL. They will now join Glens Falls and Portland and Worcester as teams that once held the banner of the American Hockey League and is now in the East Coast Hockey League. But we move on to Saturday as the Bears look to clinch the North Division and claim the trophy for their own. All they had to do was nick a point against Binghamton. In theory, this game could have could have meant nothing. I mean, all... All the de- the phantoms had to do was lose in regulation. I mean, we trusted wilkes all the way back last Sunday, and well, that went nowhere. <sighs> if you want a job done right, I guess you got to do it yourself. The same Binghamton team took on the phantoms and couldn't even beat them on a Wednesday night there in Lehigh. So we had our game today, and early on, it's like I said all all year with Binghamton, it's slow to start and Binghamton is able to knock the puck out of the zone. In, in comes Greer and Titan and co- turns into a two-on-one. Cameron Schilling trying to get back in time, leaving poor Robo O'Gara all by himself. Greer over, Teenan shot scores! Gets one past Fukali, gets it by him, and it is nothing Binghamton to start. Guys, this is Binghamton, who has literally nothing to play for. You, you can't. Well, in theory, we don't have much to play for, anyway. But you know, you uh, you know what I mean. So Binghamton takes a one nothing lead going into the second period. Penalties on both sides. Colin White, Eddie Nielsen, all all gathering penalties. And apparently there was some uh some fisticuffs against this team. I guess Binghamton is literally going down swinging as Nikita O'Hakuk. O k h o t i u k. If this was Bolt's broadcast, I'd say, is this a real hockey name? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, he got a fighting and a game di- misconduct, as did Eddie Whitko. This will not be the last time they will go. They will go at it. Uh, Trice Thompson, who also scored, he also got into a fight as well. Rob O'Gara got a five minute fighting and a two minute instigation as well. Well. Fighting in a Binghamton game. No, this is nothing new, but we got to calm things down and bring the mood back down a little bit. Let's wrangle this game back in and play some hockey, damn it. Specifically, Hershey Bears hockey. So the Bears get a nice offensive zone faceoff win. I've said that time and time again. Face-off win. Off to Connor McMichael. Das Wunderkind. Over to Paul Ladoon. High slot. Laser! And BAM! Gets it in right into the back of the net and beats d'or, I believe. Just a heat-seeking laser, and it is 1-1. We are tied at one point apiece. Welcome back, Paul Ladoon. He gets one on the board. But not to be outdone, no less than about two minutes later, Alexi Protas up to the races, goes in, Deeks looks backhand, yes, gets it into the net. Alexi Protas has put us up in front 2-1. Boy, this kid's doing work coming back from overseas and getting points either way by goals or assists. I don't care. Make your name known, kid, because I want to see more of this kid heading into next year. And speaking of the kid, Das Vunderkin. Connor McMichael is at it again. Oh, baby. We get the power play going with these guys. Mason Morelli up top. And this is what I love to see liquid hockey out of the boys. Morelli down low. Brett Leeson near board. Looking, looking, looking. Has all day. Takes out his phone. Oh, look. It's 70 degrees outside. Nice day to play some golf. Throws one down low. Connor McMichael shot scores. Yes. Oh, stupendous. It's lovely confectionery. Tic tac toe. One, two, three. Bam into the net. Liquid hockey. It's liquid hockey, and I'm here for it. 3 1 Hershey before you could go. What the hell was that? Three goals in about three and a half minutes. Paula Dune with the laser. Alexi Protas with a great breakaway. And Connor McMichael off of some pretty beautiful passing. Three goals, three different ways, and that's what I love about this team. So much scoring depth, so many options. And if we had a real playoffs, imagine what this team could do. But alas, COVID. <laughs> so we go into the third. 3-1 against Binghamton, but Binghamton scores early with a power play goal of their own, Mason Jobst, J O B S T. Gets one in and makes it 3-2. And you know what? Even though I was all the way out in Mannheim. I admit, I didn't watch this game. But I was busy. I had other i have other responsibilities on a Saturday, unfortunately. And you know what? Even if I would have looked at this and went 3-2, I would have been like, We got this. This is Binghamton. We're 10-1 and one against these poor schmucks. Sorry, Dev. We are 10-1 and one against these guys. And like... I I don't think we've lost a giant center to them this year. The one loss was up there in Newark where we choked away a lead. So I'm not going to sweat over this. There was some more penalties later on. Kept testing fate. Moggle with a cross check. Cameron Schilling cross checking. Double A delay of game. (laughs) And then with about 15 seconds left in Binghamton and Hershey's rivalry, How does this rivalry go out? Well, the only way we know. Line brawl! Danik Martel and Shane Gersich say, All right, let's go. The two just grab each other and just start going at it. Throwing hands. Throwing fists. And and two other guys grab up. Two more and like, Well, this is a Binghamton game. Grab yourself a dance partner and away you go. And it's 24 players coming down. 24 players skating around Throw the right hands mean hair is brown Bow to the Binghamton Bow to Hershey And away you go (laughs) I don't don't know where that came from But okay, let's roll with it (laughs) Uh, We like to have fun on this podcast And the Bears take it 3-2 the final And it's official It's a final It's a lock The Hershey Bears are your North division champions and to make this a little bit sweeter as well no pun intended that the boys are now also the 2020-2021 regular season champions as the Laval D. Rocket lost to the Toronto Marlies and sealed the regular season championship for the Hershey Bears and this is the Bears first Regular season championship since 2009-2010. That's right, boys and girls. The God Mode team was the last team we won the regular season title with. And I'm I'm like, wow, that is a while. And it's nice, don't get me wrong. And some people, you'll listen to this and like, oh, cool. So, you know, that's something you're going to put up in the arena. And I hate to tell everyone this because, well, this is just how we are here in Hershey. There's going to be no banners of this. There's going to be no mention of this. Because we only raise Carter Cup championship banners. We're not about winning regular season championships. Even though we've won about 36 of them. We're not about division titles. We've won 50 plus of them. Conference titles, 26 times. And it's just not what we do. You can go up and down the AHL coast and you'll see division banners, South Division champions, Empire State Division champions, New York State championships. Yeah, that was a real thing. West Division championships, Western conferences. I mean, go up to to, uh, to Wilkes-Barre sometime. You'll see them hang a banner for a freaking All-Star game. Go out to Lehigh. Same thing. There's a banner up there for the All-Star game they had. They have banners for the Calder Cups that Philadelphia won. But for us, I mean, Providence, same thing. But for us, no. No. It's the big prize at the end. It's the silver chalice is what we play for. It's, you know, we are the New York Yankees of the American Hockey League. You know, if you want to go so far, yep, sort of like the Montreal Canadiens in a way. Or, or for an American version, the Detroit Red Wings. It's just what we do. And that's not going to change. We'll, we'll put a nice graphic on social media for it, and we did. But in terms of raising a banner for it on opening night next year, which I'm sort of digging through Twitter to hear it might be October 16th, but nothing is confirmed. No, because next year we will have a normal season. We will face other challenges next year. But we're going to take a short break. And we'll be right back to cover Sunday and some other AHL action. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years, but couldn't find relief until I found Axonics therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com consult a bladder specialist to find out if axonix is right for you results and experiences may vary for more information about safety and potential risks go to findrealrelief.com
0: mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino online
1: i was only playing for fun so winning was a dream come true
0: chumba casino was america's favorite free online social casino you too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
1: Hello, my name is Richard Blosser, host of the Grit and Barrett podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network, covering the Hershey Bears, the 11-time Calder Cup champions of the American Hockey League and the 2018 Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals. Each Tuesday, I recap Bears games, give you Bears news, notes, and nuggets, and all of the hockey news that matters to me, whether it's the American Hockey League, the NHL, or banter about hockey jerseys. This hack brings you high energy. They score! Conor McMichael has ended the game! Unfiltered. Look, Herko's really going to have to work hard to bring back the fan base from this pandemic. Because you can't just rely on vaccinations. You have a fan base that is old, stubborn, and very reluctant to change. Not to mention you got to work on bringing back families. And then whatever fan base you can try and get back from other parts of the state. You just can't rely on people coming out from 81 and 78. You got to work on a fan base that's very, very hesitant to change. And at times, unfocused. Look, Ovechkin is basically the guy who comes into the bar, kicks open the door, and says, Who ordered a white Russian, huh? Well, we all know Sidney Crosby is the guy who enters in from the side door. Red carpet, VIP, Armani suits, and alligator shoes. That's just the type of guys they are. So, join me every Tuesday here on the Hockey Podcast Network for the Grit and Barrett podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1. That's Grit, G R I T, and B E A R, it P1 on Twitter. Available wherever you get all your podcasts, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Last game. Last time on the ice. One more time with feeling, everyone. One more again, as, uh, as a director friend of mine once said. We go back to Sunday, May 16th, as the Bears take on the Wilkes-Barre-Scran Penguins. Last time this season, between the Penguins and the Capitals, well, the American Hockey League version. As the as well as Pittsburgh got their playoffs underway, well, we're wrapping things up here in Hershey, and of course, if the Bears are playing the Wilkes-Barre's Grand Penguins, what happens? <laughs> Kale Cassie starts a fight. Him and John Lazzone just start backing it, going at it, throwing fists, throwing hands. Big beefy boys, knocking layers of paint off of each other, and I'm here for it. All right, you sit down. You sit down. Uh, five minutes each of you go sit down uh spoiler alert this isn't the last time this would happen so so later on in the period in the period the bears are able to win a quarter battle dig the puck out protest just throws it in front frozen front scramble around in front chipped up and over they score it's in it's in it went up in the air and over the leg pad and into the net who is the last one to touch it Ooh, Das Wunderkind, Connor McMichael, for his 12th goal of, actually 13th goal of the season, my bad. 13th goal of the season, assisted to Brett Leeson and Alexi Protas. Another power play for Hershey. Boy, Wilkes-Barre just in a giving mood today. As they go out on the power play, and the boys get a good zone Zone entry. Connor McMichael just brings it in, chips it on over to Matt Molson, just skates on in. Deeks once, Deeks twice, Deeks third, Deeks fourth, backhand scores! <laughs> it's mad <nine> o'clock, everyone! <laughs> Get in! Just Deeks, the goalie equipment, right off the Wilkesbury goaltender. It's not Larmy, it's not Diorio. it's it's not even Legance, it's some guy, I have no clue who it is, and guess what? I don't care. I really don't. It is two, nothing Hershey early on, and it's all gravy at this point. Second period back at it as this McMichael, Leeson, and Protoss line. Man, this line's just going to work. And they gain entry into the... Into the zone. Protests. Throws one in upon entry. Kicked right out to the corner. There's McMichael. Along the boards. Throws it back in front. There's Leeson Stick. And it goes into the net. 3-0 Hershey. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's getting fun here in Hershey. Because why not have a good healthy blowout to close out the season? We're going to do well. Power play for Wilkes-Barre. Scranton and Drew O'Connor in front after Cam Lee. Throws one in on net, makes it 3-1 Hershey. Okay, okay, okay. It's fine, it's fine. I'm cool, I'm cool. It's 3-1. They're not going to go down swinging. Oh, look, there was a fight earlier between Sane Gersuch and Kasper Bjorkvist. How nice. So, all right, all right. It's okay, we got this. About a minute later, Cam Lee into the zone, throws a Rister on net that just beats The Bears, and it's 3-2 wilkes It it, in less than a minute? (laughs) This isn't good. This is not how this is supposed to go. (laughs) It's (laughs) 3-2. Oh, boy. Boy, and in the second, the fights and the hits just keep coming as Mason Morelli and Cam Lee go at it, and it wasn't more of a fight as more just the two just wrestled and wrangled and just fell onto the ice. Alright. Okay, fine. And then what another fight yet again. Er camps and Belvari go at it. And it's it's more like a pushing and shoving between between these two as well. And they just just alright, go to the box. This is getting a little out of hand. Remind you of that championship game with uh in D two the Mighty Ducks in the championship game, where you had penalties and all sorts of weird stuff happening, but it's still three-two Hershey, and we're we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be good. And heading into the third, more fights happen as Kale Kessie and Josh Curry go at it. Captain Curry, they call him there in Wilkes-Barre, and he decides he's gonna go after Kale Kessie. <laughs> oh, and and immediately regretted his life decisions. Just threw the gloves down grabbed Cassie got a few punches in, and Cassie just went, ha-ha, bam, 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 and he's punching him, and he's hitting him, and he says, what do you mean I didn't give you the right change? And he's a-punching him, and he's throwing hands and throwing fists. Curry goes down to save himself, poor kid. And Kale Kessie, the refs just shove him away, and Cassie's just like, pew, 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 going by the Wilkesbury bench, and they're all uppity, they're yelling at yelling at him and he just he, he just mouths off 3 and 0 referencing the 3 fights and just goes 3 and 0. Come on. Come on you. Come on. Come on and the rest like, "Oh, go. Go. Can, can you please stop? Can you please stop? just 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 skate to the penalty box. Can we please sign this guy next year? I mean, I don't care if he only gets two goals a year. The games with him in Wilkes-Barre will be fantastic. I'll go up to 81 and just see that well I'm going to do that anyway so Kessie's done for the day uh, he got a 2-5-10 uh, it's his third third major i.e. second fight so see you later but later on in the, per- in the period Eddie Whitko wins a board battle comes off near the top of the circle throws one on net and it's in Eddie Eddie is he the one who gets the last goal of the season? And it's 4 to Hershey. That's better. That's what I like to see, that we we get pat on to that lead. Don't let Wilkes-Barre get back into this. And at about the 12-minute mark that um, Sweezy comes around, um, going to, I guess, for puck retrieval in the corner, and Matt Molson throws an old-style Hip check, and just submarine sweezy there in the corner. Chef's kisses all around. It's a proper hip check. Stick the hip slash butt out, and away they go. Ass over tea kettle. Beautiful stuff. Hey, if they're going to outlaw hits to the head, bring the hip checks back, and I'm here for it. But the ref got his dander up and said, "Ah, oh, no, no, no! That's uh, that's clipping. Yeah, that's clipping. Wh- what? It's just a hip check. It's not interference. It's not clipping. What? You you've never seen a hip check, so you gotta call something. Get the hell out of here with this stuff." So Wilkesbury continues to get themselves in- into trouble as Will Will Riley and Jan Drogs D-R-O-Z-G. Right. Both head off. It's a five on three for Hershey. And pretty passing. Liquid hockey, as I say. Paula Dune up top. Connor McMichael on the side. Over to Brett Leeson. Grips it. Rips it. Scores. Yes. Get in, boys. Love it. Five on three. Power play goal. 5-2 Hershey. And that... Is almost all she wrote. Five on three power play goal. Brett Leeson gets the last goal of the season. The stupid ref decides to call the Bears for too many men on the ice with three seconds left in the game. Really, really. It, 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 it. I mean, you're gonna try and assign some homework with three minutes left in the school year. Really, really. No, no. As the clock ticked down. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night, Wilkes-Barre, and to Hershey Bears Nation, good night. Bears win it, 5-2 to two the final. And lovely scenes there at Giants Center. Stick taps, as many people there as we're legally allowed to have, and thus put an endeth to the 2021 Hershey Bears season. And as, a, as I said earlier in this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready to move on from this. I mean, from all these, these restrictions and hot takeries and just everything, it's time to bring hockey back. Mass of humanity at arenas. Yelling, cheering, screaming, starting shit, ending shit, talking smack. It's time to bring this back. And October does seem far away at the time when this drops We'll have about five months until all this starts back up again. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little sad to see all this go, that it's all done, that there's nothing else after this. I'll have no more recaps after this. And maybe I'm just rambling. Maybe I'm just, I'm not, but, you know, I love doing this recap and this podcast for all you guys, and you could really see the emotion come out there on the ice that, you know, we, we don't want this to end. We wanted some sort of playoff, some more of a finale, finale as opposed to just the season ending. I mean, I went through this back in seventeen eighteen when the season just ended on April 14th or 15th and you had to wait six long months for it to start up again. So, yeah. It's just, it's over for now, though. For now, it's all over. And... Well, all we got to do now is just look ahead. And a, a friend of mine actually uh, sent me, you know, we like to look at other season ticket stuff around the American Hockey League. You know what other, what other teams do around the league. And wouldn't you know it, just yesterday, when, again, when this drops, the Bridgeport Islanders, yes, those guys, uh, released their season ticket holder info. Oh, goody, this I want to see. It all starts out at three different tiers. Basic, premier, and Glass. Of course, Glass, you know what what that means. Glass is always the most expensive. And it all starts out, your Basic is $500. (breath) $500? $500 for Bridgeport? For 38 home games? That's piracy. You'll pay the same thing for your 200 level tickets. Not wrong. I do, but of course, when it comes to Bridgeport, you get some, you know, free discounted parking, um, you know, a guaranteed home game, guaranteed giveaway, all decent stuff. And they have a monthly plan. I think it came out to like twenty three dollars a month. So, eh, yeah, five hundred dollars, not bad. It depends on where you sit. You want to get a little bit closer? That's seven fifty. That's the premier, uh, free parking in their little uh, parking garage area. Um, you have your own private entrance, guaranteed giveaway stuff, and free tickets to the first and second round of the playoffs. God, I wish Hershey did this, but they don't. So that was the 750 level. The uh, glass seats, $1,000 or $83 a month for glass seats, your own VIP entrance, meet and greets, With the team, special preseason event, free preseason, free first two rounds of the playoffs, and the so-called best seats at the house there at Webster Bank Arena. And with any of these ticket plans, you get a free jersey, a new jersey of the Bridgeport Islanders. And wouldn't you know it, it would be their Darks, which basically are carbon copies of the New York Islanders. I mean, the, the Sound Tigers did the same thing. And if you want to hear my thoughts on the Bridgeport Islanders, please check out last week's show. But yeah, the uh, Bridgeport Islanders, you know, starting their off season early as well. So, to everyone, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who has stuck with me and for your times and your listens and your downloads for this podcast for this this hack with a microphone because all this started like i said 4 months ago and coming off of one of the worst holiday seasons i'd ever had that just working working overtime my grandmother passing away my my cat passing away as well all within the span of a month of each other and that's why i say every episode of this podcast is devoted to Patricia Blosser, my, my grandmother, who this, you know, she would have wanted me to pursue all this. And I started out small on Pinecast. And a lot of you were there with me when I started. And the ridiculous amount of marketing and promotion that I did for this that caught the eye of the Hockey Podcast Network and Isha and Dylan and the many others here at the Hockey Podcast Network who brought me in. Answered all of my dumb questions and got through my panic attacks as well. And while they're dealing with the uh, high pressure of the offseason and postseason, which they are, typically I would stop at this point, give myself a bit of a break, and just wait till around the summer when we'd hear more news from the boys. But with the Hockey Podcast Network, it'll be a little bit different because all of you fans helped me get to this point gave me the drive and the inspiration to keep putting out the content for all of you to to try game over that this miniseries as a new episode of this will drop tomorrow on May 19th as well and for all of you I thank you Even you newcomers who listen, I thank you as well for your time and your listens and your downloads and for DraftKings for sponsoring this. I've never done sponsorship reads before, as you could tell by listening to this. And even though the Bears hockey has stopped, this podcast will not stop because we're going to have a summer edition, we're going to be taking a look back at the 2010s as well, we're going to be dishing out some Golden Puck Awards. Going to be bringing Corey back, and we're going to get some good, fun topics in as well. Uh, um, a lot of great awards to put out. The Joel Reckless Memorial Award will be given out this year. The C- Chris Connor Ratatouille Award as well. No, not Ratatouille, but the Chris Connor Pest Award will be given out as well. The MVP Uh, The LVP, if there is one, and over the summer, like I said, we're going to take a look at the 2010s, a retrospect as well, and we're going to take a look back at some of the best and the worst of Hershey Bears hockey as we head into the offseason. So thank you to everyone. We're going to wrap it up on that this week. Thank you for all your times and listens and downloads. Yet again, if you want to follow the Capitals' pursuit of their second-ever Stanley Cup, go check out the Caps Chirp podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well. Also, we're all a little crazy that focuses on mental health. Please go watch them. We are a huge advocate of mental health here on this podcast. The Grit and Barrett podcast feed will keep going as I will do probably an AHL opponent roundup next week, and we're going to shift our focus to the NHL playoffs, especially as game over. We'll continue as I try to barrel through. Hopefully, every team. So, thank you to everyone. Thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network. Everyone, it's not going to end here. We're going to keep going as we head out into the summer. So, as we head out into the summer, I say put the speakers in the window. Grab your favorite chocolate drink, and it's time to partay. Grab the rollerblades, and I'll see you out there. We'll catch you next time.